We got to talk about this story again. This woman named Gloria Williams and her boyfriend, Brian Coulter, down there in Houston, Texas. This has got to be one of the most disturbing stories I think I've ever heard of. I don't heard some crazy stuff. I've even seen some potentially crazy stuff. But this right here, this right here, listen, I get, I get, a, I feel a certain type of way when it comes to the kids, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel a certain type of way when it comes to the babies because I'm a father, I have kids. I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine it, man. I I really despise people who do stuff to children, man. You, you just, I mean, it really tears me up, man. So here, here's some more news about this story that I didn't know before I did my last video. So let's, let's go ahead and check this out. Our gangster wannabe boyfriend in Houston House of Horrors regular listen to this. He regularly visited the roach and fly infested apartment to beat up the three kids. He killed one, broke another's jaw, and left one gripped by absolute fear while their mom turned a blind eye. Listen, y'all. You go watch my last video. This black woman dating this white dude. The white dude beat one of her kids to death. And then the mother moves out of the apartment with the white dude, leaves three of her kids in the apartment because she had a total of five kids. She got a 17-year-old daughter, 15-year-old son, a 10-year-old son, an 8-year-old son, the 8-year-old deceased, and there's another kid. I can't remember how old he is. But she left three of the kids in the apartment to fend for themselves while their deceased 8-year-old brother's body was in the apartment for an entire year. And this dude, this dude would go back to the apartment and continue to abuse the children as they're in the apartment with their dead sibling who has roaches and flies and bugs and just, just going to town on his body. This is some of the sickest crap I think I've ever heard in my life. There shouldn't even be a trial for these two. They should take them out back right now and put a hot one in the back of their head. Like, why go through all the motions of taxpayers having to pay for a trial, them getting convicted, going to prison, them sitting up in prison for the, for the rest of their lives with three hots in the cot that we all got to pay for out of our taxpayer, out of our taxes, 
Why not just take them out back right now and put them down? This is some sick crap. But listen to this. A litany of shocking news details emerged during a Houston mother's court appearance on Wednesday in connection <clears throat> with the murder of her eight-year-old son, including stomach-turning statements from her surviving children who described witnessing their brother's savage beating and seeing his decomposing body. Glory Williams, age 35, the victim's mother, has been, <clears throat> I gotta drink some, has been charged with injury to a child by omission <clears throat> and tampering with evidence, a.k.a. a human corpse. And the judge gave her a bond of $900,000, y'all. This, this dirty, savage BW gets a bond for $900,000 after she knowingly let this glacier glider kill her child and then allowed the body to sit there for a whole year decomposing as she abandoned her other three kids in that apartment. She gets a $900,000 bond, y'all. Her boyfriend, Brian Coulter, age 31, is charged with felony murder in connection with the death of the eight-year-old child says he get he gets a $1 million bond. Why are these people getting bonds for this? Like, I ain't no lawyer. I've never been arrested. I don't know the ins and outs of the legal system. But why in the hell are you getting a bond for, for stuff like this? What, what the hell is this? She wasn't charged with murder either. Since Coulter, that's the white dude, was not present in court on Wednesday because he was undergoing a mental health evaluation. So in my last video, I said people, women, need to be giving mental health evaluations before having kids. I'm, I'm in favor of that. If that ever becomes a law, I'm in full support of that. But you want to give him a mental health evaluation after he did all this crap. Since they were arrested on Tuesday at a public library where they were said to have been looking up stories online about their own case. This is how demented these people are. They're at the library reading articles about their own case. Of them killing a child, starving some other kids, beating the kids, just... God damn. During Williams' court appearance, which was aired, a prosecutor read aloud a statement of probable cause, which revealed that three of the mother's surviving children witnessed Coulter beating Kendrick around Thanksgiving Day 2020. So meanwhile, last year during 2020 Turkey, Turkey Day, while we were all out there preparing to eat some turkey, some greens, some ham, some yams, macaroni, collard greens, sweet potato pie these kids were getting beat to death by their mother's boyfriend you know just one of the many men that she's had in and around these kids because you go listen to my last video 
her mother. I don't know if that was actually her mother. I think that I think I misspoke in that other video. I think that woman that I identified as the grandmother may have been the uh one of her baby daddy's mother, something like that. But um, anyways, but regardless, she was saying that this chick don't have men coming and going, which I believe. Because that, that is a, a fairly common thing. You got a bunch of women out there popping babies out all willy-nilly. They don't want to get married. They don't want to co-parent. They don't want to do the proper things that you are supposed to do as a fully functioning adult who chooses to engage in activities that can lead to the uh, creation of life. But then you got the nerve to whine and cry years later when these little Negroes that y'all develop, that y'all reproduce, come out and just start wilding out. Then they got to go deal with Officer Billy Badass. You want to cry about Black Lives Mattering then, but you don't want to cry about Black Lives Mattering when you should be protecting your own damn children. And I'm not too, I'm not even concerned about the race of the dude because you got a lot of YouTubers out here talking about, oh, look, look what happens when you date, when you swirl, when you, when you date out. This, this can happen. Listen, niggas do this too. I told you in the last video about that little girl. I can't remember her name. Her mother, she she was, this little girl was like three or four years old. Her mother in, in Texas, I want to say it was Dallas. It may have been whatever. It was either Houston or Dallas. But anyways, her mother dating niggas in and out. She left one of the niggas around her three or four-year-old daughter. This Negro abuses the kid, kills the girl puts her body in like a suitcase, drives to Oklahoma, tosses the damn suitcase out on the side of the road like a piece of trash. And this was the Negro who did this. And I mentioned that story because about almost, shoot, probably about 20 years ago, I used to date this girl when I, was, when I first came into the Army. She was related to that little four-year-old, three or four-year-old girl. Like that was her cousin's daughter or something like that. And that's how I discovered how I first learned about it. But anyways, but this happens with, uh, you know, this happens with black people too. This ain't just, uh, this is what happens when you date a I date outside the race. <laughs> the hell? This stuff happens all the time. This, this is heartbreaking. So this is the little boy right here. I don't know how old this picture is, but that's him. That's the only reason why they don't have his face blurred because he's no longer with us. But that's him. And these are the other three siblings that were living in the apartment. So I can't, this kid, he probably looks about 10 years old, 12 years old in this picture. So this, this, this picture was probably taken about three, four years ago. But he's 15 now. Uh-oh, what happened? I got to reload the website. All right, what's going on? All right. Anyways, let me let me go. I'll keep on reading. This, this is some some tragic stuff. All right, the children claim Coulter, the boyfriend, struck the eight year old with closed fists and kicked him kicked him in the face, feet, back, testicles, and buttocks. So this eight year old kid here, who was probably about five in this picture, that's how old he looks. He had a grown man punching him with closed fists, kicking him in the face kicking him in the back, the feet, the butt, his testicles, just going to town on this child, man. 
Williams' seven-year-old son told deputies Coulter continued kicking Kendrick, who was lying on the floor not moving, while staring at the younger brother who was in the room. So he's over here beating one kid while he's staring at the seven-year-old. And the seven-year-old obviously is in terror and is in fear. Can you imagine the, the psychological torture that's got to be for you to beat an eight-year-old to death in front of his seven-year-old brother while you're staring at the seven-year-old brother as he's looking back at somebody, a grown man, beat his brother to death? This this kid, this, this child, these kids are, are screwed. And you can thank this woman right here, this, this American BW. Says after Kendrick's eyes turned black and he stopped blinking, Coulter, that's the boyfriend, covered him with a blue blanket. When Williams entered the bedroom, that's the mama, to check on her son and saw that he was dead, she began crying and fighting, the boyfriend. So the mother was there in the apartment. The mother was there the entire time while this dude, she was in the apartment the entire time while this dude was in another room literally beating her son to death in front of her other son. She was there. Her 15-year-old son told investigators he believed his mother would call the police, but she never did. She then moved out the apartment, leaving her surviving children with their brother's rotting cor corpse and without any adult supervision. <laughs> this is some sick, sick crap. This is some sick so you're there as he's beating your child to death and then you just move out. Williams' 10-year-old son told investigators that when Williams came back by the apartment at a later date, the mother came back and lifted the blanket off of Kendrick, that's the deceased son, she found that his body, feet, and teeth had turned into a skeleton and that his hair was off. He was a he was uh his decomposing corpse was said to have been covered with cockroaches. So she left after this dude killed her child. And then she came back at a later date. That means she must have been gone for I don't know. I, I, how long does it take for a body to decompose to the point where you start looking like a skeleton and the hair starts coming off and you're covered in rope? Like I would imagine she had to been gone for about a couple weeks. She just, she just dipped. The 10 year old also claimed that Coulter would beat him as well. Hit him in the face, stomach, buttocks, legs. And listen to this. He broke his jaw just three weeks ago. So just three weeks ago, just three weeks ago, y'all, this dude went by there and beat her 10 year old son and broke his jaw. Three weeks ago, he killed the other child a year ago in front of the seven-year-old son. 
And just three weeks ago, he broke the 10-year-old's jaw. What kind of sick, savage, Michael Myers shit is this? And she was still with the dude. How do I get out of this? When police arrived at the apartment on Sunday, they found the child. So this, so they just arrived on this past Sunday, y'all. They found the child with a swollen jaw. At the hospital the following day, the boy said that his mother, she was aware of the injury, but did not seek or obtain medical aid for him. The mother knew. He went back by there and broke her 10-year-old son's jaw. She knew. She knew. She knew everything. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised that she knew this, but because... She was there when he killed her first child. But God damn. Authorities said the 10-year-old will require surgery to treat his facial fracture. When questioned by detectives, Williams claimed that she entered the bedroom around Thanksgiving 2020 and found Coulter beating her son. Uh, after discover after discovering the next day that Kendrick had died, Williams claimed that she confronted her boyfriend, who stated he was sorry that he lost it and punched him and continued punching him until he went to sleep. So he just hit her with, "I'm sorry, baby. You know, I just lost it. You know, I ain't mean nothing by it." Williams allegedly told investigators that she knew her son was dead a year ago. But she did not go to the police because Coulter, the boyfriend, had told her not to. And also because she was afraid that her children would be taken away and she would go to jail. During a press conference uh, held by Harrison County Sheriff on Wednesday morning, investigators said that Williams said that Williams is uh, the younger children have been subjected to consistent beatings at Coulter's hands, and they were never allowed to leave the apartment. So that was one thing I was wondering in my last video. So apparently they were never even allowed. So they've been in that apartment for a whole, a whole year, not allowed to leave. So this is a textbook case of a person that abuses children. Um, Wolford, who heads the sheriff's homicide unit, also has some harsh words for the mother, calling her an abuser by omission. The sergeant said that there is no evidence that the mom of six was a victim of domestic violence herself, that she had a year to report uh, her son Kendrick's murder and her other children's abuse, but she chose not to do it. Now listen to this. Now this is something that I was wondering. It says Sheriff Gonzalez said that at least two of the three brothers, ages 15, 10, and 7, are on the autistic spectrum. All three of the children told responding officers that they were hungry and they wanted some donuts. So I said in my last video, I was like, how come this 15-year-old, he didn't say something about this? Like he called his mom or texted his mom to tell her that he couldn't take staying in that apartment no more. But for a whole year, he never said anything about his brother being dead in the apartment. 
well, maybe this answers it. Maybe he may have been autistic. He, he Maybe he just didn't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not blaming the kids, but I was just wondering, like, he's 15. He's kind of old enough to know, all right, something, something's wrong. Something's got to be done here. Since Gonzalez and his investigators offered some further disturbing details on what they found inside the family's apartment, revealing that all that was left of Kendrick Lee's body was a dry skeleton, which was out in the open, and the unit had no furniture or bedding, uh, featured a spoiled rug, and was swarming with flies and cockroaches. This boy had been in there so long, he was just bones, y'all. Bones. The roaches, the flies, they all came through and feasted on him till he was literally a skeleton. This is some sad stuff here. It says, according to the sheriff, Kendrick and his three surviving brothers were fathered by two different men, one whom has died. The apartment they were sharing were being paid for using government assistance. So they lived in Section 8 apartments, y'all. That's, that's what that's code for. They lived in Section 8 apartments. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Section 8, Section 8 apartments, I think there's a picture of the apartments around here somewhere. They can be tricky to the, to the eye. You're like, what do you mean? Not all Section 8 apartments look like stereotypical Section 8 project-style apartments. On the outside... Some of them look nice. I remember once when I was living in Georgia, there were some new apartments going up. They were nice as hell on the outside. I was like, ooh, that's nice. At the time, I was looking for a spot to live. And somebody told me, like, nah, you don't want to move up in there. That's Section 8. I was like, what you talking about? So I drove through there one day. Clear, clear, uh, telltale signs of a Section 8 apartment. There were old school Chevy sitting on rims out there. <laughs> That was telltale sign number one. I don't want to be living here. But I'm trying to find, I thought they had a picture of the apartments on here, but they don't. Anyways. Anyway, so they, so anyways, they say that the mother and the boyfriend lived about six miles away. And she would stop to drop off junk food for her kids. It says they were distancing themselves from the children even though they knew the entire time that there was a dead body in the apartment. Uh, this, this, is, this is crazy. So this is them getting arrested. This is some sick crap. This dude beat this kid to death in front of his seven-year-old brother while the mother was in another room listening. And then just three weeks ago, he went over there and broke the 10-year-old's jaw. This is him. He got a little grill in his mouth, a little fake necklace on, blue bandana. I'm assuming he's about, he's out here gangbanging or want to be gangbanger or something. This is crazy. What is this? Now, they show some other white folks in here. This joker got a tattoo that says family over everything. Whose family? 
most definitely not his girlfriend's family. This, this, this is some sick crap here. Why are these pictures taking forever to load up? I want to show you all the pictures. So here's the apartment right here. Like I say, this don't look like your standard Section 8 apartments. But then again, I ain't been around Section 8 stuff. I ain't seen no Section 8. All right, so in the other story, they said there were two neighbors that were feeding the 15-year-old kid. So this is one of the neighbors right here, this white chick, Erica Chapman. She was uh, giving him snacks and all this stuff. And then there's this black dude down here, Trevor Thompson, who was also uh, giving the kids giving the kids snacks. They both claimed that they didn't know that there was another there were other kids in that apartment, which you know is probably true. They probably didn't know. But the thing I wonder is how did that? How did nobody not know that there was this smell coming out of the apartment? Now I seen another news story talking about that people were reporting that there was a smell, and that whoever is the uh, the landlord or the maintenance guy. They just ignored it. But like I say, I've never smelled a dead body before, but I've been told that this is one of the worst smells in the world that you can't, it's hard. You can't really mask that odor. You, you can't put up enough air fresheners and deodorizers to get rid of that, that smell. So I'm wondering like, how in the hell did all these people in this apartment complex who live next door to these, these kids, how did they not smell this? Or how, how, how did they just tolerate this smell? And nobody called the cops be like, yo, I think that you need to go check this apartment out. Like there is this super strong smell coming up out of there. Because normally when you got old people that die, and somebody said this in my other video, I think it was DA. You know, if an old person dies that doesn't have any family, they just they just in the house dead for like a week or so. You know, the one of the ways they get discovered is because they start stinking up the place. So I wonder how how, how was it nobody was able to uh nobody was able to smell this this decomposing child. That's another point. Nobody heard the beatings taking place. Like, it's so, all, you know, I'm asking these questions because th these are, listen, I ain't never lived in section eight. I have no plans of living in section eight, but it just kind of makes me wonder what the mentality. I mean, I got family members that do live in section eight. And so when I, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is this. There's like a certain mentality living in these in and around these Section 8 communities, right? Now, this isn't applicable to everybody, but I'm just saying, obviously, Section 8 is poverty. It's pretty much poor people for the most part. There's like this, there's like this mentality out in these areas where it don't matter what's going on, nobody wants to say anything. I'm talking about even to the point where you probably know, even if you've never smelled a dead body, I'm pretty sure you will be able to smell, you'll be able to recognize the smell of a dead body. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the first time I smelled marijuana. Never smoked it before, never smelled it, but when I smelled it, I knew it, I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things, like you, you know what this is, even if you never smelled it before. That's what I imagine the smell of a dead body smell like, which I never want to smell. But this dude right here, man. So this dude would go back and forth to the apartment and torment these kids. And she knew it. She knew this was going on the entire time. She knew it. That That's... I don't even know how you can live with yourself.
That's why I say these, these people, they need to be taken out back and put down like some dogs immediately. For a whole year, you let this dude kill one of your kids and then just torture and abuse them for a whole year up until about three days ago where he broke one of your kids' jaw. And she knew this is going on the entire time. And she's out there starving her own kids as they're in an apartment looking at their deceased brother turn into some dry skeleton, a dry skeleton. This is some horrible crap. And she's not being charged with murder. And she got a $900,000 bond and he got a million dollar bond. So now I get to rant about black women real quick. I know y'all don't want to hear it, but you know, I guess my little quick rant is this. When I hear people talk about black women in this space, I don't 100% disagree with them. And I don't want to, I don't 100% co-sign them either because I can understand why some brothers don't want to deal with black women. Cause I mean, let's just keep it a buck in black society in general. There's just a bunch of freaking nutcases. Yes. There's some in white society too, as we can clearly see on this, this damn screen here. But I mentioned in black society because Black folks, they always want to jump up and scream, Black Lives Matter, the police is killing us, and white people this, white people that. But how sick and twisted do you got to be to let some dude from outside the community come in and just go to town on your kids? Treat them like his own personal punching bags. You know what I'm saying? And you just, you just cool with this shit. You just you just pretend like this ain't even taking place. But I bet you two or three years ago, she was probably up and jumping up and down, screaming Black Lives Matter and crying about police and a white man all day long. Meanwhile, she's living with this dude who is literally killing her black children. So I get it why some brothers don't want to deal with black women, man. And I get it why some black women don't want to deal with brothers, too. But. I get it why black people just don't want to be with each other, period. I mean, I get it. It's some sick people. Undiagnosed mental health runs rampant in this community. I told you, everything that's up is down. Everything that's down is up. Everything is just completely the complete opposite of normal in the black community to the point where you can subject your own children to this type of torture. This is some sick shit. Anyways, I just want to share some more of these details. Like I say, he kept coming over there. He kept going. They kept going back to the apartment to abuse the kids. It wasn't like they just killed the one kid and then left and then just never went back by the apartment again. He kept going back and continuing to abuse the kids to the point where they forced them not to leave the apartment. 
broke one kid's jaw just three days ago. They kept going back. They enjoyed this stuff. She enjoyed letting her boyfriend torture and kill her kids. This is why they need to be taken out back and put down like some like a like rabid animals, man. Why should we have to pay for their damn for the damn prosecutors to go out there and find these people guilty so that they can lock them up in jail for the next 20 damn years that we got to pay for? Let's go put a bullet in their fucking forehead right now and call it a day. All right, I'm out. Peace.